how did this happen? Experienced politician versus racist fake gynecologist. Get your abortions now. Because we're going to be fucked and we're going to have to live with it. You're awake, by the way. You're not having a terrible, terrible dream. Deeper concerns tonight that the world's shining light of democracy has gone dark. Decency lost last night, and that's what's so uh, hurtful about this. From slavery to you know, Nazism, we have faced challenges before to who we are as a people. <laughs> Welcome to Last Man on Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. It's Super Bowl weekend, and Matt's already laid his bet with his gay bookie, Travis. <laughs> if the Patriots lose, Matt owes Travis a blowjob. If the Falcons lose, <laughs> Matt also owes Travis a blowjob. Seems like an unfair bet, but Matt keeps giggling about the deal he got. I'm going Patriots. Are you really? Minus three. Why not? I'm going, I, I, I never bet against Belichick because I just assume he has the, the Falcons playbook and he's got all the videotapes on them. And they're also <laughs> a really good team. But I just I never bet against Patriots, but I would like to see the Falcons win for some reason. I feel like Atlanta never gets anything. And, you no, know. I didn't even know they had a team, honestly. <laughs> they got like, by the way, Atlanta builds, like, rebuilds their stadiums like every 10 years. Somehow they, like, they have a dome. They announce it's a dome. It's a great new stadium. And then like 10 years later, go, it's old. We're tearing it down. We're building a new one. I also really like, I, I don't want to sound superficial, but I like that the guy's name is Julio. Their best, their best player's name Julio is Julio. Jones? Dude, Why? If I, if I, He's not Hispanic. If I could go back 10 years, yes. I would just name myself Julio. It is a cool name. Especially it's a, when, it's you're a rad, like a, a big, when you're a big black dude named Julio. Nobody ah, even if you. you're like an IT guy, it's yeah, pretty fucking cool. Short Mexican dude, not as cool. <laughs> this week's show is sponsored by the Lady Gaga halftime show at the Super Bowl. Will she accuse Trump of stealing her uterus? Will she sing an epic song about rape? Oh, God. You can bet on this. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> hey, the possibilities are endless. The Lady Gaga halftime show, I'm definitely taking a dump. You got the prop bets, right? Uh, uh, what she's going to do? Uh, yeah, if she sings, uh, I don't know any of her somewhat... Horrid songs. Um, I think she's only doing new stuff from her new album, Jolene, about her dead aunt. Well, you should bet on this then. Uh, but I think she's going to do. I she's already made a statement how she's not going to make it political. Which, thank you. Um, I don't care. I don't watch. Have you ever watched? The, have you ever watched a halftime show before? Uh, yeah, I I actually did watch it because I, I don't like football that much. So. <laughs> okay. uh, the Stones. I watched the Stones and it was disappointed. And uh, I think Aerosmith, and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, because you can't possibly see the Stones or Aerosmith in any other venue? Right, then I realized it's just YouTube. Yes. Uh, to an actual real good performance. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Brian? I was going to say that Aerosmith performed um, along with NSYNC, but now I kind of feel embarrassed that I know that. that that's horrible. It's not like I had a, an outstanding amount of respect for Aerosmith, but that just... That well, they take the money. They, they actually don't get. No one gets paid to do the halftime show. It's all for, for promotional trade. They get a ton of promotion, obviously. But I just assume they, they now pick the halftime show based on what the women and girls like to watch. Oh, definitely. Because there's no there's not a single guy who likes football who likes Lady Gaga. There's just those sets do not match. And I assume the guys are just going to eat and take dumps and piss during halftime. So here's something for the women and teenage girls who yeah. like to suffer through the first And there's half. always the chick going, the commercials are the best part. Yes, right. Why don't you fuck yourself then? Why don't you go watch commercials on, on fucking DVR, yes. idiot? And by the way, now you can, uh, all the places that spend millions of dollars on commercials now release them on YouTube ahead of time. Right. So you can watch them all day. You can watch them all day ahead of time, which is what I recommend. 
Because you, you know, the, the time you got to take a leak. If you're drinking a lot of beer, you got to take a leak during the commercials. Or just don't watch the commercial. There's also that. Don't watch commercials. Yeah, right. you can do that. I, I would recommend that. If you wish to, wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter, Last Minute Podcast, or on Facebook, also Last Minute Podcast. All right, on to the show. Uh, Matt, I know you're a man who's loved and lost a lot. Lost more than you've loved, perhaps. I've uh, I've scared away a few ladies. Have you ever? Have you ever? I imagine a lot of women have broken up with you. Have you ever broken up with a woman before, like a serious relationship before? Uh, not not after a, a prolonged period of of uh, sympathy, Fox. I was thinking about this in my own life, and it seems to me that for guy, most guys don't break up with girls. They either a girl breaks up with them, or they just start sleeping with other women, and then just kind of walk go away. Well, yeah, a guy will just keep fucking until you essentially block him, uh, block his number. Until right? you say like, "Hey, aren't you also sleeping with so and so?" Then you leave, right? I mean, it's, there's never like only in the I think movies and TV are there moments when a guy goes like, "Look, our this relationship isn't working out." That's not something guys ever say. No, because in a guy's mind, well, I'm I guess I'm just speaking for myself. I, don't, I never got down on a knee and. Uh, Acted like a, an idiot and uh, Romeo and Juliet proposed to a woman, but you're uh, so awesome, dude. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not Brett. Well, I kind of am. Uh, but a guy. So what? When when you have a girlfriend, right? A, a girl goes around telling people, "I have a boyfriend." The boyfriend is just thinking, "Man, I am definitely boning this chick." Yes. And uh, the chick is thinking about grandiose, you know, other sort of uh, and he's, he's hypothetical. On, on, on Facebook, he's undeclared or whatever it is, right? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> She's always in a relationship. He's always undeclared. Right. Then she makes him yes, change, uh, it. change it. and In the relationship. Significant other or some shit like that. You're right. Guys don't really break up with girls. But uh, in the case of Matt Barnes and Derek Fisher, one thing to notice, note in this uh, never-ending battle between uh, Barnes and Fisher, who's now boning Mar- uh, Gloria Govan, uh, Fisher's, uh, Barnes's ex-wife. Barnes's ex-wife. Is that when your girl leaves you for another guy... There's nothing you can do to ever look like the, the winning guy again, can you? Matt Barnes has, like, attacked Derek Fisher mercilessly since Fisher started sleeping with his wife. He's pu- he actually actually gone over to the house and punched I mean, him in the face. On, on that note... Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did scare you. No, so, but, I mean, he's actually... He's, he's ran, so Barnes is like, I'm going to kick your ass. He's actually gone and kicked his ass. And just today on Instagram, he went on the Bleacher Report and uh, mocked Fisher and said, you seem like... You see talk tough, but you seem like a pussy when I was kicking your ass. But doesn't uh, Barnes... Uh, sorry. No, I was going to say, like, and all the guys, the Barnes fans, whoever they are, were like, oh, Matt, you're awesome, all this kind of shit. Is there actually any way to look cool or look tougher than the guy who's, like, currently banging your ex? Your ex? I almost look at it as a different way, because I guarantee what Barnes is, is talking about to his buddies is, uh, I fucked her first. You know, he's got the the sloppy seconds thing going Does on. Does that work? Does that, I, don't, I don't find a lot of value in that one. I kind of find uh, a value in like. Well, have you ever fucked a chick who your friend fucked? I haven't. It, it, would, no. it would seem weird to me. It would seem weird, but I still think the guy. Like, I, here's how I imagine it. Like, Matt Barnes is on. By the way, Instagram is impotent to begin with. So just, just <laughs> calling a dude out on Twitter or Instagram is impotent to begin with. But then we call a dude out for telling him how you're, he's a pussy and you're a tough guy. And he's reading it while his ex-wife is teabagging your balls. <laughs> I still think you get to hold the victory thumb up, right? I still think you win in that. I, th- I think you're going like. Wow, Bar- your, your ex-husband is like uh, slamming is like slamming me on Twitter again. <laughs> Keep sucking, babe. Keep sucking, oh, right. babe. No, like- no, you're right. That that does seem uh, sort of bitch made for sure. You shouldn't. Uh, it, it seems weak and desperate. When, whenever you're tweeting or or uh, posting stuff, he obviously still has a. Th- Here's my thing. There's like there's two kinds of guys. There's a guy when the girl dumps you or whatever it is. There's a guy who like goes, you know, he's sad for a day or whatever it is. But he the minute he fucks another girl, he like 
completely forgets about the last one. Right. And then there's the guy who's just a stalker, the guy who can't let it go. Yeah. And that's Barnes, and there's some story about Bethany Frankel, that diet chick, her husband that she divorced is, like, stalking her at the kid's school and, like, yelling, I will destroy you from behind fences and shit like that. Well, I've, I've actually fell into that trap a few times. Not, not that uh, I was uh, not showing criminally. up at schools or anything, but... If someone ignores you, there's you're not nothing... Allowed, you're not allowed within 150 feet of schools, are you? <laughs> just, just to be clear. There's really nothing more infuriating than being ignored. Uh, I, I can't explain why. Yeah, but not by, not by an ex. Uh, really? Wow. You do have a little stalker in you. I think what you... you I'm, not st- I'm not Sting. I'm not writing songs about it. I think a girl every, breaks, every step you take. You have to understand. Like guys, also, the same, the same thing about guys who get caught up in like who the girl slept with before they met them. There's those guys, too, who are, like, really weird about that. Like, how many guys you slept with? I'm, I'm that guy. You're that guy, too? Yeah. You have a little stalker in you, I think. <laughs> guys, some guys can't accept the fact that before they met this girl, she was sleeping with other people. And after she dumps it, she's going to sleep with other people, too. Just, by the way, just like you are. Uh, and somehow that's a very... Well, that's it, why I'm not going to date a, uh, a celebrity ever, is because I understand that probably every chick that I've fucked has had dirty sex with random yes. Yes. fucking Persians. Yes. But... It's not. You can't Google it. No. You know? My, so well, I still have the facade of. Uh, now with Facebook, I think you can go back pretty far in the uh, old. Uh, yeah, I do. Time, timelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, before that was like, oh, Facebook is terrible. Now at some point it'll be twenty years old. It'll like, be who 20. the fuck is that? That's my cousin. <laughs> but no, no, it's not. You are. You do have a little uh, Matt Barnes. You can see. Are you going to get a man bun? He also has a man bun, by the way. I just want to point that out. Well, I like Barnes. Uh, first of all, because I, I am a fan of of the NBA. He's he sticks up for his team. Um, he's also if you just had to picture a guy you a would go- not goon. want to fight. Yes, like Derek Fisher's like five ten, pretty jacked. But f- uh, Matt Barnes is is probably he looks six, like a eight. he looks like a thug. He just looks like a guy yeah. that can scrap. He with the man, and yeah, he's been fighting since I remember him playing like when he was eighteen years old in college. He would fight back then too. He liked to get in fights. He, he actually, fought at UCLA. Yeah, he enjoyed getting in fights. I mean, he enjoyed like. Especially like when he would take on the, who was it, the Collins brother, the twins, whatever the Collins twins, and they were at Stanford. They're oh, like, and right, they were the right. prep school, the prep school kind of soft kids. One of them's gay, right? Yeah, one of them is gay. <laughs> That's how soft they were. Uh, <laughs> but they were always like seen as like they were really talented and seven feet tall. But they're always seen as soft basketball wise uh-huh. on the inside, in, you know, in the paint, mixing it up. And so he would intentionally just try to fucking jar them like really hard. Because you could tell he was a thug, and he didn't like the fact they were prep school kids. He didn't give a fuck, dude. As a rule of thumb, don't fuck with a guy from Sacramento no. who looks half Mexican. <laughs> with tats and a bad man butt. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got, like, 17 flagrant fouls. At the that NBA. dude is down to throw down. I, no, I, re- I actually respect Barnes for the fact that he's not super basketball talented, but he's, like, the guy on the team. He's the enforcer on the team. He's, like, the, the goon. You have an hockey team. Yeah, basically. He's the guy that you know is going to always have your back, always stick up for your team, and He'll hit a three-pointer like once every three games. Yeah, I mean, not not to get too into the to the basketball nerd stuff, but he he actually uh, you don't want to leave him open from three. He shoots the threes. He did that. He did that in college too. He put up thirty-point games in college, but then he'd also disappear in fights and just get like two points at like five fouls. Just like do meth all night. <laughs> yes, he Fucking. wasn't. He was he was good. He's good enough to be in the NBA. Let's face it, he's in the NBA because of his attitude. Which is that he's a, he's a rough, he's a ruffian guy who the teammates like having on their side. I would say that, yeah, yeah. So, but here's the thing: you can't really you gotta let. Now I'm talking to the wrong guy, Matt. Apparently, but you gotta let the girl go when she breaks up. You gotta let her go. You can't. No, Derek, be, sorry, just as a side note, Derek yes. Fisher is a fucking douchebag. Yes, Derek Fisher is a human piece of shit. Uh, he's an awful individual. So he also had his five uh, NBA rings stolen this past week. Good. 
And I was wondering, like, where was Barnes that night? Because he was like, so I think Barnes was there. Like, he's so angry. You cannot, you can never win being the guy who's angry about someone else fucking your ex. The you odds he knows good. the guy that stole the rings. <laughs> this might be a, a juicy, we might need to revisit this in a week. <laughs> it's very close. By the way, he keeps his, his rings with $300,000 worth of rings, apparently. Tarzana seems to be the hotbed. The Valley seems to be the hotbed of black celebrities being being robbed now. Well, sort of over infl- I was reading the the uh, West Hollywood crime report. So it said uh, someone walked into a room and stole a watch and two towels. $85,000. Like, <laughs> dude, can I get some shit stolen, please? <laughs> Fucking I'm assuming these the people West- are lying about to, it's an insurance scam that's going on, right? I'm assuming to abbreviate the West Hollywood crime report that sodomy is not illegal. It's actually encouraged. I just read, by the way, I just read about a case, uh, another teacher uh, having sex with a kid case, a high school boy case, and because she was having oral sex with him, she's being charged with sodomy, by the way. Which I is thought sodomy was uh, your butthole. No, sodomy is actually anything that is not biblical sex, which mm. includes uh, butthole sex and oral sex. So oral sex... So comes, the vag is cool? Vag is fine. I mean, okay. still, that was still rape what in that case. What about hand? But you can't even, with your wife, you can't even uh, uh, have oral or anal. Because well, that, to, that doesn't seem like because the you're freest country to, in the world. <laughs> no, but according to the Old Testament, you're only supposed to have sex for the purposes of procreation. So if you're having sex without procreation, then you're committing sodomy. Well, then that would negate 98% of all sex, right? Well, that would be masturbation or uh, blowjobs and anal sex. Well, this is a horrible... I, I could They're do still without, illegal in Kentucky, Texas, and other I, states. I can certainly do without the anal, but I mean... You're telling me I can't beat off. We got a problem. <laughs> I don't think I was going to arrest you for that. Part of, but the, but the oral sex ca- ca- carries additional criminal charges. Well, did actually, and by the way, the vaginal sex doesn't carry additional criminal charges. This is true. The reason that um, gay marriage, the way that you know, uh, civil rights groups, the ACLU, they they look at cases to sort of um, uh, promote what, yes. what they're doing. So there was actually a case. In Texas, this is true, in uh, in the year t- uh, 99, I think, there was a cop, there was a burglary in Texas, and the cop was looking for some suspects, and he uh, took the liberty of breaking into a home to try and catch the guy, and he witnessed two guys fucking. Yeah. And he filed that in the police report because it was illegal. And wow. so people said, well, this is gr- a gross invasion of privacy, sure. and it led to uh, essentially gay marriage becoming legal. There was a cop, I, I would just like to, not to repeat myself, yes. that put in his police report, a guy had his dick inside. Because, because I'm going to tell you why. A, he was probably a right-wing Christian guy, whatever, he found it very offensive. A, a closet faggot, B, I believe. A closet, closet faggot, but also C, it's technically illegal in the state of Texas to have so, commit sodomy. So he actually was witnessing, he was, by letter of law, by letter of Ted, right, he, Ted Cruz. I suppose he was being... By Ted Cruz logic, he was, he was committing a Doing his crime. due diligence. Exactly, he was. I, Matt, will you agree with me? If you even, were a cop, could you imagine no. reporting that? No, I wouldn't even tell any of my buddies that I saw that. <laughs> so I, uh, I, would, I would say, Texas as a cop, I would just say, well, no, I'd like no, nothing cro- happened, nothing I'd like happened. to cross-examine the guy and just be like, well, how do you know it just wasn't in his crack? Yeah. I mean, did you see the penetration? Were you watching for more than five minutes with the lights on? <laughs> Too much shit. Matt, will you please, so we can end this, will you please agree with me, even though you are a stalker to be, will you please agree with me that it, there's no way for you to look like the cooler dude when uh, another dude is fucking your ex? Certainly not. First of all, it, yeah, in, so any to, to wrap it up, anytime you're posting shit on social media, you lose. But anytime you're, what if you go to a bar and you challenge the guy who's now banging your girl to fight, to a fight? I mean, high school, that made sense, but now you're 35 or 40. That just seems pretty idiotic. 
it's, it's, it wow, depends, it depends wow. on whether or not you can. Wow. But the girl, you're not going to get the girl back. Let's let's say that. I right. only know this segment's going to be used against you someday in a court of law. <laughs> prior prior mental condition, possibly. Matt, let me ask you. I know you receive the British Medical Association newsletter every month uh, because it has pictures of vaginas. Uh, I can't think of a more. If I think of an organization that sounds completely stodgy. The British Medical Association seems like the most old-fashioned, stodgy thing I can think of. These are the same people that were, like, measuring the circumference of people's heads back in the 40s. Well, that would be the, German, the Germans. Uh, this, this seems to me like guys who sit around in bow ties and smoke pipes and, like, talk about how the world is changing too fast, right? <laughs> Just, like... Old, I picture old British doctors with black medical bags. Essentially clockwork orange. Yeah, just old school. But listen to this. They become very liberal all of a sudden because the British Medical Association issued an edict to all their employees that the term expectant mother was no longer to be used because expectant mother implied that only women could become pregnant and it was discriminatory against the trans and intersex communities. But it, but it is factually accurate that well, only women can become pregnant, right? Well, Have you ever you, got pregnant? No, only women can become pregnant, but women can become men and still become pregnant. Under I, don't, the, I don't think they can. Under the trans, not the transitive property, but the tranny property. <laughs> so there was that guy in Oprah who was, it was a woman that became a man, but then he got pregnant as, as, while living as a man. And there's some intersex people, perhaps like the woman you talked about last week, who was a, but in the opposite direction, who was maybe born a woman, but... Living as a man who could become pregnant. Well, you can call yourself whatever you want. I mean, the the fact is that 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 woman has male chromosomes. Chromosomes. Yes, but here's the thing. That's why so, she can't uh, get pregnant. Despite the fact that out of the 105 million recorded births, not recorded, there were 105 million births in human history estimated. You mean billion? 105 billion people estimated have been born. Humans have been born on this planet. Uh, That's horrifying. We don't count in those, do we? Yeah, we do. Shit. Throughout time, it's only eight billion now, but it's been 105 billion throughout human history. Uh, it seems to me there's only been two or three who were living as men who got pregnant, and they've mostly been on Maury and Oprah. So the British Medical Association... So they're certainly overrepresented in the media. <laughs> yes. I think we can agree with yes. that. So the thing is, these institutions come out with these crazy-ass politically correctness policies. They always, cite, they always say stupid... They always have to lead in with like a stupid thing. Like if they said, like, this affects approximately three out of eight billion people... <laughs> People would be like, okay, then why the fuck are you even issuing a memo on paper? Right. But they always say something like, well, we, well it's a given that a majority of births occur, occur among women. What? Like, what? Not a majority. Oh. Like, every single one of 100 billion minus three or four, three well, or four Not people. to mention, if, if, this could not be a, a better example of privilege because if you don't have the money to get your, uh, your breasts surgically removed... Everyone just still assumes you're a woman, right? Uh, that's true. Uh, there was a prisoner, by it's the way. It's like there's Cal- chicks in Uganda paying for surgeries. Uh, there was a prisoner in California who won the right to have a sex change operation on the government dime. Recently. I saw that. So did uh, Chelsea Manning, who's out now. Uh, recently, is, yeah. So there are. Uh, yeah. So there are. By the way, there are p- uh, people that are broke ass and in prison who are getting sex. I don't want prison. my tax dollars paying for for that. You actually. don't have a choice. Move to move to Texas, dude. <laughs> 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 they just kill those people. Uh, but here's the point. I don't mind when, like, gay and lesbian groups or progressive groups or campus, Berkeley campus or whatever, start protesting shit and saying, like, you shouldn't say, like, expectant mother because that discriminates against the trans community. Because we all know that's bullshit, but it sounds like something dumbass college kids would say when they're 19. Right, no one takes it seriously. No one takes it seriously off campus. A step off campus, no one takes it seriously. But the British Medical Association is a rather esteemed organization of academicians and physicians who are all, it is tr- that educa- is all educated to the nth degree. Wait, and do you know that for a fact, that it's an esteemed organization? Yeah, it's the, it's the well, 
Steve isn't the either. Because I've never heard of it. It's a, it's, you heard of the American Medical Association? Yeah. It's a British version of that. It's a do- you have to be a doctor. It's all doctors, physician, licensed physicians, and they make general policy and rules for physicians. So did they think this was a good idea, or were they just sort of uh, pressured into That's it? That's the thing. With like the Berkeley, stupid Berkeley pot-smoking kid, you just assume he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. But these are people of science and statistics and, and, and you know epidemiology. They study numbers all the time. It's and, fairly and troubling. That they would actually come out with this as an idea means that they know what they're saying is bullshit, but they're saying it just to be politically correct. Right. And Because I'm not a doctor, and I'm probably... Uh, way dumber than half of them, but I, I'm probably smarter than half of them as well. And uh, yeah, I go with half uh, or less. <laughs> yes, but I know that that's not true. So no. so why do I need it? And they know it's not true because they actually deliver ba- they deliver babies, <laughs> and they've never delivered a baby from a man before. Well, so you you absolutely a, know it's you've true. You've had a few children, right? Only only come out of vagina. You ever pop one out of your out of your urethra or anything? Uh, no. They, uh, let's say gynecologists would definitely know. Uh, OBGYNs would definitely know where they. Yeah, come from. Yeah, if you know the nuts and bolts. Um, so isn't have we near? Have we now? Have we now gone from idiots on Twitter groups and hashtags and goes campuses and LBGQ to LBQ to whatever QT. Is that your personalized license plate? <laughs> yeah, if I could say it. There's so many, they keep adding acronyms, too. And by the way, when you go to different countries, they all add different acronyms because they're, they're, the words, their short form for acronyms, are slightly different in each country. So they, that LBQT changes from country to country, like by one letter. Every country is so fucking annoying. I'm going Q, man. I mean... Queer. Why, I don't care. I don't why care. not? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean... But like in, with queer, like, isn't used in some countries? They like change it like an I N thought or Q an was questioning... Oh, I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was, that was queer. Uh, Maybe it's questioning. I don't know. I guess we know where but you're in, But in England, it's probably a different word, so this is a different acronym. Here's one. I don't know when those people come out and say, like, you know, it's it's bogus to say expect the mother and discriminates and hurts people's feelings because we all know they're full shit. When, when, the meta, when the academic community and the medical community starts agreeing with the shit, have we now reached the end of the line? Is there any further we can go in terms it's, of this? It's 1984. <laughs> I mean, I, I cannot... I, I don't want to try and over-dramatize it, but... When, when people are saying ridiculous things, educated people in power, we we are now under a, a sort of regime of, of thought control that's permeated society to where you would actually risk your credibility. Yes, to agree with groupthink that is so completely bogus. And or and or you ask could a ten year old. And or uh, you can talk about the Canadian guy in a minute. And or you would be censored in your profession. You would be punished in your profession for. Insisting that only women give birth, only women have babies. Right for saying something that that is factually yes, to be punished. You would actually Darwin be punished. couldn't argue because on the grounds like, that it, yeah, on the grounds that it might offend somebody in the world's feelings, you would actually be censored for stating a medical. It's, it's medical a frightening birth. reality. Yeah, and I, people make fun of me for getting all alarmist <laughs> about this shit, but it always starts with language. Language people notice it's odd, odd that people who are in favor of this kind of shit. Notice that with Trump, it always starts with the language. And uh-huh. it does. This kind of shit always starts with language. Like, you start slipping words in, you start slipping in things that are, like, kind of racist or kind of, you know, fascist. And it always mm-hmm. never comes with, like, I'm going to conquer the world and destroy all the whatever people. It always no, no one's going to vote for that. No, it always starts with some little language drops that give hints and then changing the rhetoric. And once you change the rhetoric, you change the political landscape. And then it starts becoming... Well, people say, like, I guess whenever you uh, bring up the Nazi analogy, people are like, well, you... you you can't really say Nazi. It's like, I, I can. Uh, yeah. Well, yes. Why, yes. why can I not do that? Yes. Like, uh, so the Nazis didn't have a, a shitty, bullshit-ass 
sort of pseudo liberal party looking after them. That's the only difference. There, there yeah. are people that would that would top the Nazis in a fucking heartbeat if they had the opportunity, and that's what they're trying to do. It's but you know, what, you know what the Nazis did have? They had tremendous uh, media and communications people. They had, like, for their time, they had really advanced communications and language and media people. They had, like, short films that kicked ass. They had short films. They had people running, like, speeches for the language. They were coining terms. They had Goebbels running propaganda and all the media outlets and all the stuff like that. They were masters of that shit. It wasn't that they overtook the, their own country with the Kinda military. Like, like Fox News or MSNBC? <laughs> yes. The point is, it's coming from both sides, including doctors now. And when, if, you're, if, I went to a gyne- if I was a woman, I went to a gynecologist, and he said, like, Okay, so you're having a baby. Now, are you a man or a woman? <laughs> I would be like, how the fuck? Why, why don't you and I just take a little field trip? Let's <laughs> yes. go to a gynecologist. And, uh, You'd have know, to whisper. Like, possibly get a hand job. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll just ask him when we can uh, start having, having babies. <laughs> so now you go to like a British uh, gynecologist and you ask him, can a man have babies? Can a man really have babies? He goes, come here, come here. So like, <laughs> right? They go in the alleyway. He looks around yeah. all suspicious. like... No, no, uh, he can't. He not can't. technically. Not technically, but, uh, but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> uh, I fucking hate you this. You know world. that shit that's squirting out of your cock on a daily basis? <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that, um, you know my theory, by the way, that with it, we're 20 years away from men not being needed any longer for reproduction. Men's sperm not being actually needed for... Well, there'll be some variant When of I sperm. first met you, I thought that you were insane. Yes. <laughs> but now I'm actually starting to sort of buy into There will this. be uh, a, a store where you can go to to get men's sperm. I mean, whatever the, vari- the genetic variant of that is, it won't be called sperm. It'll be called, like, mama's having a baby or whatever that I, is. I just got an argument I, I, quickly last night with, uh, with uh, uh, my girlfriend. Uh, and so I'm up for this TV show. I don't want to say what it is, but... Do you, do you not think my odds of getting it would be extremely higher? So, like, say the same writing sample if I was, uh, if I had a, a clit, clitoris. Well, no, because I believe the show you're talking about is Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <laughs> so I think your gay dick is actually uh, helping you. Uh, yes, in Hollywood it does actually help to be a, a minority, which... Women... But no one wants to acknowledge that, right? No. We're supposed to pretend that that's not the case? No. Uh, it, 20 years ago it absolutely hurt you, and 20 years today it absolutely helped you. And nobody wants to acknowledge that's the case. Matt, let me ask you. Moving on to Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks, I either love or hate on every story, depending on what story is about her. Yeah, she's, she is. She's pretty inconsistent. We talked about this last week. Is she like verifiably crazy, or is she just putting on a shtick, and it's hard to tell sometimes with these people? But now that you've seen the chicken video, <laughs> would you oh would you be willing God. to say that she's leaning towards more crazy versus shtick? It's honestly one of the most <laughs> horrifying things because I I would do that to troll someone, like pretend I killed chickens. Yes, but she she's clearly killed, has killed a massacred, lot of chickens. Like it. By the way, in in Brooklyn, in New York, where you know square footage is is usually pretty low, she dedicated an entire room to uh, slaughtering yes. birds. Yes, like even Colonel Sanders' estate didn't have that much. I mean, I, I got I'm I'm working with about you know thirteen hundred. Yeah, and I still don't have the room for that. She had a a she called it a closet, but it was a little room. She had a kill closet, and <laughs> in the in the video. You can see multiple beaks. There's just beaks lying around. <laughs> like, it's horrifying. Yes. She will chop your dick. Do not have sex with that woman. She will, when you're sleeping, you get in an argument, yeah. you wake up, no, no fucking dick. No. This, it, to remind, that chicken video reminded me of like a found footage Eli Roth film. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you start out with that, you're like, oh man, scariest fucking movie I've ever seen. Like, like that movie 8mm, which yes. probably might have been good if Nicolas Cage wasn't in it. Yeah. So they like found this disturbing footage. Like, dude, 10 years ago, I believe the cops might have just been like, we need to check what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, with, the, with Banks, you mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, PETA's the only one that seems outraged. And they all, PETA, by the way, gets nowhere. I, I've discovered with PETA gets nowhere with Fowl, with F O W L Fowl. Like, no one see they keep running these videos of like, uh, the, the chickens being, you know, deep beaked and being fucking wings ripped off and half dead running around on the, chicken, on the floor of the assembly line. Mm-hmm. And they get nothing out of it. No one seems to care because everyone loves fucking chicken. Everyone eats chicken. So, like, they watch it and they go, yeah, it's pretty disturbing, but fucking I love to eat chicken. Yeah. But when you, the dog thing, anything happens to a dog. You need some protein. Yeah. Anything happens to a dog, like that dog from the, uh, the Dog's Purpose movie when he gets pushed in the water. <laughs> yeah. That's when they get, like, their numbers, like, Peter's numbers shoot through the fucking roof when it's a dog. See, imagine if that dog... Imagine if that was a person. No one would have given a fuck. No. When, no. when did dogs... We had dogs growing up. They lived outside. We liked the dogs. We, yeah. We were nice to the dogs. When did dogs become more important than people? And, and by the way, uh, there have been numerous incidents of stunt people actually being badly injured or hurt because of accidents well, on Brandon set. Lee was shot in the head. Yeah, no one cared. It's just like... <laughs> there's actually every year, like, stunt people get badly... Break their necks or get, die on set of films. And you couldn't name a single one of them. You could never see a story about it. And nobody cares. But when the dog gets pushed in the water, the stunt dog gets pushed in the water, it's a huge ass. Dude, I'll average. throw a fucking dog into the water. I don't give a shit. I throw my dogs in the water all the time. I will lift it up. I'll dunk its head in the water. It's but that's a fucking when, dog. Doesn't that's what care. Peter care. Peter, doesn't even know what you're doing. Peter had to jump on that one, even though they probably knew nothing bad happened, because people only care about dogs. There's very, very few activists who give a shit about chickens being, 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 being clubbed over the head or like walking around without their wings on. I found it it's highly disturbing. And well, I'm not an animal rights guy. The but Azalea Banks thing was disturbing because she wasn't even c- killing them to eat them. She was killing them to drain their blood and like do some shit with their wing, bloody wing, wings like in some African tribe. I don't really there. care about the chicken. I, I mean, I've seen chickens get their heads chopped yep. off and run around. But it, it was just... I more cared about the person doing it. Like, yes. why would you even <laughs> the kill closet? And then she's like, how the, do you go by this? Then she's taking the power sand or whatever the hell it is to like clean up the blood. Dude, it was a sawzall. Yes. Uh, it was some disgusting thing. The clean. It's one blood. of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. It seemed to me like that would be a video you'd find every serial killer is like on their hard drive. Well, that that is the one of the traits. One of the only traits of serial killers they start with animals. They do. I had a I had a neighbor kid by the way. He used to kill birds. When he was like six, I just I just, I want I know that kid ended up being a murderer or something, being a murderer of some kind. Well, here's what people don't know about serial killers, which is why like in traffic, just let it go. There yes. there are people out there actively engaged in killing other people. Yeah, and they mostly for the most part look pretty normal. They don't look like crazy people. So, no. which is why I love that show. Do you ever watch Show Dexter on uh, was on Showtime? No, but I know the premise. It was only that. great because he started out killing. His, he was a serial killer. They showed him from the time he was a kid. And he started out killing little things. And then the dad like knew he liked to kill. He was going to be a serial killer, so he like, bought him animals to kill. So he could slaughter the animals when he was young? Yeah. Because that's how they all start. He would like, kill dogs and kill animals. Because uh, yeah, a friend that tortured ants. Uh, if, if, uh, well, oh, fuck. What was it? Who hasn't tortured ants? Come on. Well, <laughs> With the magnifying glass? A, it, it, that's the best thing ever. And, and normal people, actually really good people, like uh, guys would get an eel out of the mud and, and sort of chop it up, and yeah. then it would sort of like regenerate or something. Short of like, short of actually like bloodletting like a cat or a dog, I kind of let most nine-year-olds off for what they do. 
Only because right. nine-year-olds are fucking, nine-year-old boys are fucking crazy. It's just curiosity. I mean, there's a big difference between being nine and, and a 25-year-old woman. Yeah. You just want to, when you're nine boy, you want to light everything on fire, break everything, and see what see how to kill things. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. as long as you're not killing the that's house. Your, that's your main goal. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, Zillia Banks got into a fight. So, Zillia Banks just trolls Twitter now, looking to fight people that are higher on the celebrity ranking than she is. She trolls, like, so she trolled Rihanna. Rihanna made something obligatory thing about Donald Trump. RZA is now defriended officially, I'm assuming, from Russell Crowe for just yes. for when yes. you don't go to a buddy's party to smoke a cigar, have a, have no. a whiskey, and bring a fucking train wreck fucking That's idiot that you're trying to fuck. No. I would, I would different, or at least be like, dude, do not ever do that again. She's crazy. So Rihanna did the thing about, uh, she crazy. So Rihanna did the thing about Trump, and so Azalea Banks trolled her on her Trump comment. And Azalea Banks, by the way, can't possibly be a Trump supporter. Because she hates, she's, for the last five years, it says she hates everything he stands for. But she decided to take on Rihanna with it anyhow. And Rihanna made the biggest mistake of all, Matt. The biggest mistake in your life you can entirely make is engaging with a crazy woman. There's just, there is absolutely, I don't care if it's a homeless woman. So lose, lose. Your girlfriend, a teacher at school, <laughs> your fucking probation officer, whoever it is. When you see a girl, a woman or a girl, young woman who's crazy, with the crazy eyes, who just says crazy shit and you know it's crazy, and everyone says she's crazy, you have to stay away from her like she's a fucking nuclear warhead, right? She's just like that's the most dangerous thing you'll ever a man will ever encounter his wife is a crazy woman. But but she's, uh, she's like the fucking her, like not to woman. use a cliche, but she's dynamite in the uh, in not, the sack. She's not dynamite, man. She's a fucking hurt locker. That's like <laughs> if you it, short of like being the hurt locker and disposing of minds, the most dangerous thing a man can do in his life is engage with a crazy woman. And having sex with her makes her even more crazy. We've all done this, though, right? Oh yeah, of course. But that, that's why I love that movie, Fatal Attraction. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Because where Michael Douglas is cheating on his wife with Glenn Close. Is that the one where, um, uh, shit, what's her name? Sharon Stone shows nah, nah, her That's pussy. a different one. Was that Fatal Attraction? I don't think. Uh, no, that was a different one. And uh, I mean, that was Fatal Attraction. No, mm. I think it was. No, I can't remember. It yeah. was she, he was a, or she was a romance Yes, novel. that was also very dangerous, too. Lesbian woman. But I'm thinking of the, uh, uh, the one where he cheats on his wife with Glenn Close and she goes crazy and cooks his rat, the pet, the rabbit. I don't think I've seen that one. <laughs> Whichever that it one was. It seems very plausible. Was my favorite movie. He was like, Matt, uh, you know, uh, Michael Douglas is cheating on his wife. Glenn Close, he meets through work. She's a lawyer or something like that. And she's kind of crazy, but she has crazy sex with him. And she, like, fucks in the hallway, fucks in the elevator. I picture Glenn Close as an old woman. Was she, <laughs> she was, apparently... She was, like, 30 then, and she was, like, let's say let's say this. She was a good actress, and she was r- r- sort of reasonably attractive, but she fit the role of, like, just attractive enough and that she's wild and bad that you would fuck her. So like, you I, believed it that she might have she was done a lawyer, And you believe she's a lawyer, too, by the way. So she wasn't a model. So I definitely be- believe she's a lawyer. Yes. So she would fuck him crazy, like, all the time, and he fell for it, and then he, like... His wife started to find out, and so, you know, they suspicious, so he called it off, and then she goes fucking nuts. And she's oh, like, this basic in Wait, no. am I thinking? Fatal, fatal Attraction. Attraction, yeah, Fatal Attraction. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's yes. the same movie. It is the same Christ, movie. you could fucking yes. slice yes. it together. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, I know the they movie. They made movies like that. And actually, by the way, I saw a film critic uh, talk about those movies, uh, you know, retroactively 20 years later, and said they were all secretly about the AIDS crisis. They were all... Oh, they were yeah. all they were all like somehow like uh, you know uh, uh, themes about uh, underlying subtext about how a how a you get AIDS if you sleep around. There was the, the studios were so afraid of AIDS that they wouldn't allow um, like a sex story. So if you notice movies from that era, they're all set in um, in the in the fifties or or forties. Interesting, like, um, because back the, before AIDS. So I guess the prevailing theory was. You know, uh, we we could have uh, done raw anal in the uh, 30s and, you know, no AIDS. Well, that also, but the fact, I think they were showing, like, if you're a married guy, because this is when they were pushing the line that, a- that straight guys get AIDS. 
So they're really pushing that line. I don't know any straight guys. No, they don't. But back in this 89, 90, 91, 92, they were really pu- the gay community was really pushing this line because they wanted it to be known propaganda-wise. It worked on me. I was incredibly afraid yes, of Yes, they wanted... They, they, the gay, gay people knew, smartly knew, that if it was a gay disease, they would never get the funding and political awareness and all that shit they, you know, they did end up getting. Right. So they pushed, really, I mean, not sinister, let's say cunning, smartly, pushed this through line for the medical community that you could get AIDS as a straight person. And that then made it like the disease, everyone, sex disease everyone could get. And then, all, then it became like, then all of a sudden Congress started to act, right? Mm-hmm. So these movies were about the fact that guys, if they cheat on their wives, would get something horrible would happen to them, like deadly would happen to them. And this was sort of a metaphor for getting AIDS, apparently. I don't know. But here's the point. <laughs> she, ends up, yeah, she ends up making his life miserable. She ends up coming after him. And then she ends up cooking the kids, his kids' rabbit in the pot. <laughs> she's great. She's it's the most amazing, like, crazy, like, crazy ex ever. Right. And then there's the scene at the end, not to give it away, it's a 30-year-old movie, uh, where she Spoiler. comes up where they think she, she drowns her in the tub, and then she pops up out of the tub with a fucking knife. That's right, that's right, That to me has always been for me like what crazy, girl, crazy girlfriend or like not to cheat on your whatever it is because that's the, cra- that's the downside for guys. We that's all a- assume that the, the woman we're with is capable of these kind of things. Well, if she's, like you said, Crazy in the be- crazy and bad. Like if she's calling you all the time for sex and she's doing crazy shit and she wants to like bring her friends in the mix and she's like the best sex you've ever had. She's fucking crazy. She's just definitely crazy. Well, you know how in like I did a shoot in a prison and uh, so like I have so many things I want to say right now. Well, guys, guys in jail they can't they can't let them have the knives. So a lot of guys learn how to cook in jail. You know, like they're right. like uh, yeah, now I uh, work at. The, the guy preparing your buffalo wings has yes. probably done time for uh, rape. Um, Doesn't bother me. But I, I noticed... No, I don't care. Uh, that they change uh, they, they chained the knives to the counter. Because, you know, you can't just have convicts... Uh, yes. Here, ch- let's do a uh, julienne, you know? Yes. Uh, so I, I would... Point being, I would recommend, if you're fucking a crazy chick... Chain her to a table. Well, that or do not have uh, knives available in your house. Yeah, no. And, I, and if you do, consider chaining it to your counter. Well, I assume, let's say, 25% of women are crazy, to be fair. Mm. And yeah, let's say right. of the four women, you might, four women you've dated or something like that, the one who is the most wild is the crazy one. Just yeah. definitely. Just definitely. Yeah, but that's true. Here's my point. <laughs> so Rihanna came back after Azalea Banks, went after then Azalea Banks just wrote back a shitload of stuff about her, which you don't... Polite women do not say about other women. She basically called her uh, grown up. She talked about uh, Rihanna growing up with coconuts and how she was a baby whore and how she worked her way through guys to get her record deals. Well, yeah, and, I mean, in the, the very, in the very crudest and most basic of terms. Yeah, the, the base stuff about, you know, growing up in the Caribbean, sort of kind of racial stereotypes. I guess you could go without that. But then when she was like, and you obviously fucked anyone to get a deal, I was like, well, that's obviously true. That's, yes. that's a little below the belt, but most certainly accurate. <laughs> yes. I know, but nobody would say... I mean, that's what you and I would say that. But nobody in the celebrity world, in the recording industry, would say that. Uh, and by the way, the guys are all man whores, too. They all fuck around. So it's, all the, sa- it's the same kind of thing. Like they fuck other guys? Uh, they probably... A lot of them probably do, actually, matter of fact. Well, Bieber <laughs> fucked uh, Usher. Really? Is it, I, heard, I heard it was the other way around. When's the last time you hung out with a 13-year-old? Uh, <laughs> actually... That, I, that wasn't uh, related, wasn't related to you. It wasn't related? Yeah. Uh, never. No, never. Even when Good. I was thirteen, even when I was thirteen, I didn't like thirteens. <laughs> I always liked the older ladies and the older guys too. I couldn't stand kids my own age. I never could. Thirteen-year-old, thirteen-year-old boys, just kids from like boys from like eight to thirteen or fourteen, are just fucking horrible. 
I didn't like them at all. Terrible. Uh, I like hanging around teenage boys because they had cigarettes. Bullshit and attitudes. Cigarettes and cars, and they did cool, much cooler things. And they were past all that bullshit stuff. Sweet too. Mustang. And they were the girls. I mean, they're, they're every, when you're a 16-year-old guy, your entire hobby is girls. So all the, all the idiotic hobbies you had from 8 to 14 or so are gone. All that lighting shit on fire, fucking kill the carrier fucking games, all that shit like that. All that brutal, like, Lord of the Flies shit is all gone, and now all you care about is fucking girls. I have no idea what you're talking about. It seems like you had psychotic friends. <laughs> I did. Well, you grew up in Alaska. I know it was very... Kill the car- what is kill the carrier? That's when you hand the ball to somebody and everyone fucking piles on them to hurt them. Oh, smear the queer. Yeah, well, I, uh, yes. It, well, you know, I grew up in San Francisco, so it was not called, <laughs> it was not called smear the queer. Right. I think... It you was don't want to be illegal, yelling that the park. Was, uh, let's say, my day back in San Francisco, that was not illegal yet. A couple 30-year-old guys might join the <laughs> Yes. It was <laughs> not park. illegal yet to say queer in San Francisco, but it was still highly frowned upon. Uh, and yeah, and then other gay kids in the, in the, group, in the class start crying. Uh, they were actually... No, surprisingly enough, there was no openly gay people back then uh, because times have changed so fucking dramatically. This is what really scares me. It's like, they didn't scare me. I kind of like, I mean, I like the fact that gays are more free and, and liberal and open to do things now. But if you imagine, like, as an older person, how much th- shit has changed just, like, in 20 or 30 years? Like, 30 years ago, there was nobody gay, openly gay. <laughs> there was, like, you know, just think about that. Like, even it, in San Francisco. Even in San Francisco, in, in high schools in San Francisco, there was no openly gay student. And, and probably 10% of the guys were gay, or 20% of the guys were gay. There was just no... There, nobody was out. Nobody was open. There was no LBQT group. There was no anything like that. And this is in the most liberal part of the entire country. And, and, and the way it's changed, like, I can see, like, a 70-year-old guy going, like, when I was 40, shit was so fucking different than it is when I'm 70. And, like, dramatically. So not just with gays, but with women and all the other stuff that we see as progressive... If you're a 40-year-old guy, now you're a 70-year-old guy, the world has changed so completely. I, I kind of understand why Trump got elected. The world has shifted, like, in 30 years, more than it did in the previous, like, 150 but, years. But not necessarily for the worse. No, I mean, no, no, but just what you're used to. They're, they're, the PC stuff is out of control, but frankly, I, I think, and, and I don't say this with any uh, pride, but I think if, if a guy came out, when I was in high school, he, he may have got the shit beat out of him. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think so, in my school. I just knew, looking back, it was all the guys, by the way, it was all the guys who were, uh, all the sort of uh, good-looking effeminate guys, but they all had girlfriends. They all had girlfriends, and they also had many girlfriends. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they were very... They were killing it with chicks they were while we were beating it. off in our yes. fucking bunks. And they were all, they were all, they were all gay. Uh, <laughs> but I look at, I look at pro- progress like technology. If you're like 30 years from now, imagine, I know you, Matt, have trouble struggle somewhat with technology of today. I don't know how Imagine to 30 years from now, you're just going to have to like, either be wealthy enough to hire young, young nerds to do all your technology... But when you get older, like as 10, 20 years passes and all the technology passes you by, you still sort of, even if you embrace technology, as a 60-year-old guy, you don't understand any of the technology around anymore. You won't I, get I, it. I don't even... Uh, you don't I, understand I, it I'm now. Not, I'm not even there now, so <laughs> you God ask me how to copy fucking knows. What's I, here's the thing. Matt, will you agree with me? I want you to agree with me on everything today that you should not engage a crazy, pers- a crazy woman ever in any circumstances whatsoever. No, especially if she's on record as being reckless. She will chop your fucking dick off. She will chop your dick off. But Brianna doesn't have a dick, but she will just call you a fucking whore, a whore like a thousand How times. How many guys do you think Rihanna's fucked? I'm uh, going to say, like, like honestly, like, if you had to... There, there's no way, like, I think probably, God could uh, chime in on this. I think I'm, I'm going to say a thousand. Really? I think it's a lot less than you imagine, because once she got her status as, you know, once she got her, her label deal and her record deal, and then she started dating celebrity guys, it probably dropped rather dramatically. 
I think I before that, I think she heavy. enjoys dick. Though I think she well, I think she it, loves the cock. Are you saying that's a positive? Then I don't. I don't have a problem. No, I'm not saying it's a positive or negative. I, I'm just saying she looks like a chick that fiends for cum. I think you overestimate how much women are like men. Because, you know, I'm, I'm basically applying like what I would do if I was. A, yeah, I think like it, it, <laughs> yes, which sucks. yes. Yes, if you could, if you were able to fuck any woman at a club you met ever, yeah. then it would be like fucking. That's how Will Chamberlain got to whatever the fucking number it was. Well, he was lying. That's impossible. If you do the math, he said it, it was lying. But let's say it was in the thousands. I'm sure it was. He probably fucked at least a thousand. Yeah. So when you can, when you have five girls every night at the club who want to have sex with you, then you, as a guy, you will have a lot of sex. Most certainly, Matt. This is, doesn't doesn't apply to us at all. <laughs> Matt, let me ask you about. Let's bring up talk about. Let's talk about rape if we can. I like to talk about rape every week. Just my, because yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's one of your favorite topics. It's one of my favorite topics. Uh, Benny, we got an email from Benny. He wants to know after how many false rape allegations by Kesha is Doctor Luke Doctor Luke allowed to actually rape her? <laughs> it's an interesting question, Benny. And when I first read that question, I thought, Wow, Benny's off his rocker. The Supreme Court's really going to get on this one. <laughs> yes. So uh, Kesha cannot stop for whatever reason. And I assume it's financial. Uh, Kesha cannot stop re-alleging that Dr. Luke raped her. And now she's also alleging that Dr. Luke raped other women. She's under a gag order of some order of some kind not to do this shit. If I was found to be a liar, honestly, I would double down. Yeah, but the problem is... I would do exactly what she's doing. Well, the problem is a couple things. One is you get sued for a lot of money. So at some point, Dr. Luke, even though he doesn't want to engage her at all, is engaging her. He shouldn't engage a crazy woman, but he's engaging her to the tune of whatever money she has left in her pocket. Well, he's not engaging her. He's trying to clear his name. But do, can you well, ever I guess, clear? I suppose you, he's doing. Both. I think he already cleared his name, didn't he? In the court, in the criminal trial, was never brought. Then they have the tapes of Kesha saying she wasn't raped. Well, I mean, she's still making public statements, which are she's not allowed. She's supposed to not supposed to be making public statements. Yeah. Yes. So while she's not while she's not supposed to be making additional defamatory comments, she's texting Lady Gaga saying. Dr. Luke, you know, by the way, insinuating Dr. Luke, uh, she mentioned his name I won't mention. Uh, it, not only did he rape me, but he's raped other women. Well, how did the, uh, sorry, so I, I read the story. How'd the text get out? Yeah, yeah. I assume, the, it was, I assume it was subpoenaed. I assume they were subpoenaing her. It was so her they text. went through Lady Gaga's. No, no, self? I assume it came from Kesha's. Oh, it was through her sin. Yes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So I assume they're subpoenaing her to make sure she's not saying bad shit about him. Right. And there was a text to Lady Gaga saying, yeah, he raped me and he raped other women. And by the way, it's like, do we know a horse-faced person yes. who likes to sing about rape? Yes. Well, well, that's the thing. I'd reach out to her. I assume she just did that to. to I assume Kesha did that to said that to Lady Gaga because Lady Gaga might bankroll her, right? Because Taylor Swift sent her two hundred fifty grand when the case initially broke out, and yeah. other women in New York, other like Lena Dunham types, gave her a shitload of money to for her legal. Expenses. Oh, other people gave her money too. Yeah, she had a fund kind of going. And Taylor Swift bumped. 250 was a big bump. I'd, I'd like to see the accounting on this. Yeah, right. The How much of this is going to uh, a the legal cruise ship? Yes. So uh, here's the thing. So if you're Dr. Luke, you're kind of fucked because you're suing this woman. You can keep adding another million or two million dollars on every time she keeps accusing you of rape. But there's no, there's no, there's no, nothing criminal about what Kesha's is doing. So you keep suing her. You know she doesn't have money because, by the way, she's not recording any music. Uh, Kesha claims she's being kept down for, by Dr. Luke for not recording music. And by the way, let's also remember at the very bottom, foundation of us all, Kesha can't sing. She's not actually a singer who creates music of any kind. No, her one song was garbage. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, and Dr. Luke created it. He created it for her. So it's not like this is like a beautiful songbird who's being caged. This is like, this is a, a, a creation of Dr. Luke. The, I created. mean, there are so many things. I mean, her, so she, I actually follow this for some 
God knows why. Um, she dropped off. You like hippie Jewish girl, hippie Jewish girls? No, I, she's lying. And if I if I was Doctor Luke, I would do the exact same thing. It, uh, but there's I, nothing you can really. He can just keep adding. Not to borrow from uh, yeah. Patrice, uh, Patrice O'Neill. Please do. R.I.P. Uh, said Michael. Uh, shit, uh, Mike Tyson. He was falsely accused of rape, I believe. And when he got out of jail, he said, you know what? I wish I would have raped that bitch. You would never say that if you'd actually did it. That's a great point. I should be taught in law, law, be taught in law school. Uh, but I agree with you on the fact that we know Dr. Luke didn't rape her, but he really has no defense. His defense is to keep suing her for additional dollars. That doesn't really help him because he doesn't, A, he doesn't need the money. B, she doesn't have the money anyhow. So uh, let me ask you, Benny's question, is, is there a Thunderdome-ish kind of mentality whereby if a woman just keeps falsely accusing you of rape, after some time, the judge should just say, like, all right, you can go rape her. <laughs> just, no, I, I don't think so. Really? Uh, but we do need to look I at the— I thought you might even waver on that one a little bit. No, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> but we need to look at the legal process. I mean, you shouldn't be able to suppress free speech through— the legal system and there's so much money involved and it gets kicked down to all these fucking judges first of all i had to go to court for a motherfucking traffic ticket when you say all rise what fucking century are you should have sat you should have sat Matt. oh i can I, see you doing 48 hours in jail on a, on a ticket you're wearing a gown yes. you're an adult man yes you're wearing a fucking black robe why don't you go fuck yourself you fucking cunt i agree but isn't this really about your ticket yeah, <laughs> I thought we were talking about Kesha's false rape. Here's no, it's, it's all the same. I mean, the system is fucked up. Uh, if well, I was if I was Luke, I would do the exact same thing. I would keep suing her and try and bleed her dry, and eventually, I, I'm but she's assuming already, she's already dry. What he to... wants, uh... there's nowhere you can go. There's no you sued her for five, two million, then four million, then ten million, twenty, but whatever. She doesn't have the money. If it was me, and if I was falsely accused of something, yes, I would want her to go on the stand. Yes. And then I'd it like in a movie I'd be like I'm gonna represent myself. Yes, I like that. But that that, that will never happen for some reason. Would you wear a robe? Would you wear a gown? <laughs> would you wear a wig, a white wig, like a British? No, I have like a advocate's wig, like, like a, a fucking a barrister wig. Would you wear a barrister wig? Eighty dollars suit. <laughs> that would be weird. Awesome. Wide tie for no reason. Hi, right, Benny. I'm gonna go no on your question as well. I don't think after a number of false rape allegations you should be allowed to rape her. Although I would say. I don't know. A punch to the kidney, maybe. Punch to the kidney? Some kind of thing. There's got to be something more you can do than keep suing a person who can't pay the, what you're suing her for. It's just very frustrating, I think, as a, a man or anyone who really gets caught up in this shit where someone's falsely accusing you of stuff over and over again. There's really very little you can do. No, I could see how it, it would eat away at him, for sure. I think it does. While he's fucking other women and taking a million dollars off She's her also, I mean, have you ever seen another person that's like 98% body fat? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying like uh, we all need to do Pilates every day, but. Well, when Gary, when Gary goes, goes up there in straight face, talks about how like really frames her as this magical singer whose, whose talent is being wasted under this deal. You just have, I just want someone to start laughing. Just like, no, that's not the case. I know a few personal stories about Garagos, and I'm, I'm going to refrain from stating them because I, like I just don't want to get sued. He's a, he's a, a weird uh, asshole. On that note. <laughs> Matt, let me ask you. I know uh, you will be watching Super Bowl commercials and Lady Gaga halftime show, and you'll be closing your eyes on the football play this weekend because 
the sport of football really you find abhorrent and brutal and violent? It's a, it's a stupid sport. Uh, like, <laughs> you don't like the contact, the feats of strength, the, the, the musculature, all so, that. So if you move, the masculinity. So really you're on the you. offensive line. You're not allowed to catch a pass. Like, imagine that in basketball. Hey, hey, this guy can't uh, shoot. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? What a fucking bunch of horse shit. Uh, that is a stupid rule. I agree with you on that. Well, it, it came about, uh, everything came about to make t- uh, football better for TV, I believe, to make it so Tom Brady could throw 500 yards. So every rule is basically about Tom Brady having tremendous stats and looking great. It'd be hilarious if Tom, well. Well, sort of like the, you can't, like, you can't, like the Kobe fouls. Dude, there are rules. Jordan gets to travel. Jordan gets to travel. There are so many rules that sometimes the officials are like, uh, "Yeah, oh, uh, you can tell they're just like making shit up on the spot." But you love basketball. Well, what about tur- the- turns out uh, number forty three is not eligible because he had his hands on another guy. Uh, Dude, you love basketball. Let me fight with you. What do you? What about Jordan being able to take seven steps to the <laughs> seven steps to the hoop? Jordan didn't get called for traveling ever. No, that's because the officials were betting on their own game. Well, that's that's probably true too. These are star. These are celebrity. These are all driven by stars. They want the stars to score. They don't want guys to get touched a lot. They want offense. All they want is fucking offense. That's all they give a shit. They want about. the white guys to, uh, you know, call out a lot of uh, Omaha's. Yes, Omaha, yeah. Omaha Nebraska, Omaha. Uh, I do like white guys. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you. So uh, and, and every year, they go through this thing about Super Bowl commercials. Super Bowl commercials are supposed to be the biggest, best thing. Every year, there's like five good ones throughout history, I think. But they make a big deal out because it costs like three or four million dollars to run your commercial. You've got to spend millions of dollars on it. it and, even the best commercial is not that great. Like no. if, if you're a person who, whose entertainment is watching commercials, you're an idiot. Uh, my guilty... My guilty uh, <laughs> My, my guilty crime, I think, on this one is, I have to admit, I love the What's Up Budweiser commercials. I just love those fucking commercials. Oh, the What's Up? Those actually were It was really so stupid funny. that it was great. Yeah. Like, the ones that try to be good aren't good, but the ones that are so fucking stupid are just occasionally just Well, never they probably good. lucked into that one. Though. I think they lucked into that one. Uh, so every year, the NFL has to make it seem like... Uh, CB, it's not CBS or Fox who are showing the game that bans the commercials. The NFL bans the commercial. And they do it every single year because they have to show that they're, like, looking out for America or whatever the fuck it is. And they have to show, like, they're just not letting any commercial run. So they pick one out every year to ban, basically. Mm-hmm. And this year, they pick the GS- This is while they're... Uh, yes. Sorry, this is while they're airing uh, multiple... Pharmaceutical ads, yes. uh, antidepressants. Yes. Oh, there'll be a lot of that shit. But beer ads. Uh, beer. They can't, run, they can't run liquor. They can't hard, run liquor. No hard liquor? Well, they said no hard liquor, cigarettes, or, or, or guns. They're standing firm on that. Uh, but, but <laughs> you, you know, do, do you have, By the way, they can't run those on network TV. You, you, ever, you ever had trouble sleeping? Why don't you take this massive dose of... Uh, Oh, Opioids. Yeah. Yes. Okay, but but, uh, but they're very discriminatory. I guess. My favorite, yeah, can, why, the entire state of Kentucky is on, on opioids. Why don't you? Uh, my favorite part about the the far, big pharma commercials now are they every pill now has a animated animated character, dude. <laughs> And I'm assuming that's not for 40-year-old people. So I'm assuming that's to get, like, young people interested in the pharmaceuticals. Bro, it's so horrible. Like, for a supposedly family-friendly product. So I'm, I'm sitting around watching uh, basketball with my mom and dad uh, or even football. So, yeah, no, you certainly can do a cigarette ad. But it's like, 
You ever uh, bleed out of your asshole? Yes. Uh, if you have anal bleeding, uh, take this drug that uh, yes. you, you shove it up your asshole. Yes. It's like, could you make this any more fucking awkward? Please yes. give me a fucking cigarette ad. We're not going to go buy some fucking Newports. Right, and they legally have to list all the potential side effects, which, by the way, always include diarrhea, vomiting, impotence. Oh, diarrhea uh, apparently yes. is pretty common. Yes. Diarrhea, vomiting, impotence, uh, your hair will fall out, all this other shit. Like, I don't know Weak who the fuck. semen. But, by the way, 50 million people still take all all those drugs. So they're doing, they're doing something right because people just want the drugs. The animated characters are little cartoons thing that blurbs uh, that follow them around as he... They're only it's part- like a little Teletubby type thing. Yeah, like a little Teletubby thing that follows them around. I just I find that to be a little, a little over the top. Creepy. Also, by the way, the super hot woman in the, uh, you know, the ad for the dick and the erectile dysfunction ads, mm-hmm. always a super hot woman dressed like in a jersey like watching it after the football game. It's just the cleavage. It's always some like 35-year-old hot woman and the guy who's like a, a slightly grain 50-year-old guy. And there's always like, this, I like when my man takes his fucking Viagra or whatever it is. Like, now, dudes who fuck you don't need, don't, don't need the Viagra. Yeah. People they're, are watching this with their parents. Like, wait, are you and dad? Well, they're watching with their kids. What do you think about the parents? They're watching with their kids. Well, I have I'm, little I'm kids. talking about myself. I mean, I'm... Little kids watch those fucking Viagra ads. And, they're always, and by the way, they're so coy in those Cialis or Viagra ads. They never really say what it's for. <laughs> but they're always like a beautiful, ha- really handsome-looking couple. And they're always like generally Seattle's always outdoors. Well, like, the wife at the is always dogs. younger. It's it's always a brunette. They put um, like a streak of gray in her. hair. It's like a model, but they put a streak of gray in her hair. Right, right. And she's and they're always dressed like an LLB in clothing. But and the, they're outdoors. Yeah, yeah. The guy's wearing a polo shirt. <laughs> yes. He's he he's probably sixty, but he has a, a weirdly trimmed beard, like where they obviously put a guard on yes. it, and like the the makeup. He person. looks fantastic. He looks fantastic for sixty. And he's, yeah. and he's, and he's, and they're walking along a pond where the water's reflected, the sunlight's reflected on the pond. Like, why don't these people just start fucking? Like, well, I <laughs> yeah. go through the motions. I agree with that. Uh, Clearly, listen. it's not their first time. I mean, they're, they're no. fucking 60 years old. No, but it's pretty well, The chick's 35, but. She's always 35, but they put a wisp, like a wisp of gray in her hair. It looks like she's been around a little bit. And, uh, and she just wants her husband to pop a fucking pill so she can jump on his dick. Which is like, She's I, like, dude, your dick has been so soft recently. Yes. He's uh, like, can, I, can I bring this up any more subtly? Yes. Can you swallow? What, why don't you just take three of them? Anytime she wants you, you to walk. flaccid motherfucker. Yes. Anytime she wants you to take a walk by the pond. Just assume, just assume she wants you to take a pill. And I've never to been lit. to the pond because I'm already in the hotel room. Like, no, I get it. Like, yeah, in the, in the pond, and there's then a dog. Someone's a dog running along the beach. I When's don't the know. last time you walked around a fucking pond? And never in my entire life have I've uh, I've been drunk and fallen into a pond. I've never walked around a <laughs> pond before. Uh, I don't know where to find. I don't know where to find a pond. I live in Los Angeles. Where the fuck do you find a pond? It's Florida, where they shoot these fucking horse shit. That's true too. Everyone, ninety eight percent of the population is. Addicted to uh, opioids. prescription drugs. Uh, so they're banning, speaking of that, they're banning GNC, the GNC Sorry, ad this year. I don't know what GNC stands for. Like I say, General Nutrition Center as a guess. General Nutrition Company. GNC stands, uh, they, they're like mall stores that sell a lot of supplements to a lot of guys with huge fucking like uh, triceps and, and lats and uh, what do you call it? Shoulder muscles. They always have the, the huge uh, deltoids. The deltoids. Enormous deltoids. Like guys with enormous deltoids for no reason. Yeah. I love those guys. They just big, round, like shoulder caps. Well, you, could, you could say me, you, or Brian. We're all in the same shape as those guys. It's just that uh, they just have uh, water weight pumped into their. Uh, yeah. I have to argue with the Brian part of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, sure. I was just trying to be flattering. Brian's, he's more Brian. than a few military presses <laughs> away from that. Uh, but a GNC is for guys who, for no reason, professional or real personal romantic reason, want to get. Uh, add 30 pounds of muscle. They're overthinking it. They're like, fuck, I'm not getting laid. How, how do I 
even further turn off women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me uh, develop a, f- a freakish sort of uh, fetish type WWE thing. body I want to yeah, have. Like, yeah, yeah. just let everyone know I'm on roids <laughs> stuff like that. They go to GNC. Then wear a V-neck. What? Yes. Why the V-neck? What yes. are you doing? Yes. That's the thing. If you wear a V-neck, either you're gay or you're super muscular and trying not to look gay. Or both. Or both, I guess. That's true, too. Uh, so they're banning the GNC ad. They picked the GNC ad because GNC still sells some supplements that are banned on the banned NFL list. I'm thinking, like, okay, that in some sort of logic, that actually makes sense. We don't want to have with the NFL associated with a company that actually sells things that are on our banned substance well, list. Because, yeah, the, the supplement industry is, is pretty uh, yes. shady. So there, there's yes. stuff in that, like, you don't really know what you're getting. You when don't you, know what you're getting. You're the guy, but, so as far as I know, GNC is the only place that the guys who get busted for roids always pretend like it was a GNC supplement. Like Mark McGuire used to pretend it was like androdiastine or whatever it was. Like, dude, I was just taking soy powder. Yes. Uh, there must have been some of the – I got soy powder from GNC. There must have been something in it. Right. I saw Mark McGuire. Uh, I remember seeing him during the, uh, the roid days uh. at a gym with, in a tank top. That oh, dude in was person? Fucking, in person. He was, A, fucking enormous. His neck was he out of like, control, He right? looked like – he was a baseball player who looked like an offensive lineman. He was enormous. He must have been added like 40 or 50 pounds of muscle. He's a big frame guy, and his entire back was just covered in acne. Just covered in acne. And like he's just, balding also. And balding and probably shriveled balls and stuff well, like dude, that. If you look at Barry Bonds. Why do you need a drug test? You just fucking, just fucking look at his back. Right. I, I would just submit that. I mean, dude, Bonds uh, was a normal-looking guy. And five, ten years out, the giant head. his head it was enormous. Uh, Doubled in size. Yeah, I assume his nuts shrank the same, the same by the same. It's not. It's not hard to tell when guys are taking the fucking hormones or the roids, but they always blame. They'd always blame a GNC like a GNC you know, mail order powder on whatever. Wait, the hell if it was. It, sorry, on, on a quick side note. So if your nuts shrink, do, do you still? So you're, you're overloaded with estrogen. Do, do you still? Uh, can you fuck or, or no? Uh, I don't know what it has to blood flow if it does. Penis problems. I, I wouldn't really care if I didn't have big balls. Like it's not really going to uh, affect me either. Well, way. but I think if you were like the guy who, if you were happening to the guy who takes roids because you like standing around naked in the locker room at the gym, which no. by the way it's the same guy. Oh then yeah, you might, yeah, then you might be a little self conscious of the fact that you had a fucking tiny little nutsack. No, but I'm saying, just does the size of your nutsack uh, have anything to do with your boner ability? Uh, all, I don't know if it has to do with your boner ability. I think it has something to do with your fertility, the amount of sperm you produce. But I don't know in terms of boner ability. But I will uh, get back to you next week on that. Okay. I will do. Uh, let's, I'll, go let's, to Ho- I'll go to Holland. I'm going to go to Holland this week and investigate yeah, that. We'll do a little rather, proxy rather, test. Rather, just for science. Rather actually. But of all the things the NFL promotes, let's say either directly, informally, or informally, let's say like spousal abuse or. Fucking rides or fucking concussions, giving people concussions so they can't walk when they're thirty-five, or order order at a drive-through when they're forty. Uh, is GNC really the problem? Is GNC really one of the major problems? I mean, that's like, like I don't mind. Like I said, to me when I first read, I'm like, okay, that's logical. They sell some of the banned substances, and then I thought, really, is the NFL? Doesn't the NFL just make uh, the worst decisions at every every fork in the road possible? Don't they? choose the wrong decision every single time. Yeah, they certainly do. It's because they're run by a pack of assholes and their league will be obsolete within 10 years. Um, Ooh, don't say that. So, <laughs> No, just think about the G- GNC. And, what about and, your fantasy football team? It'll be destroyed. I know. It's going to be a real loss. <laughs> Seventh place is still within reach for you. <laughs> now, the, if, if you had a kid, right, or just if you were if you had to pick what's better for your health, they're running ads for McDonald's would you rather your kid take a multivitamin or uh, slam a couple Bud Lights and, and uh, down a, a, a 
chalupa. I don't ever picture myself having my kid leave home like as a teen or whatever and saying, don't go to GNC now. Like, like, no, that's the least. It should be the least. Don't, run a G, don't go to GNC now. <laughs> you guys, hey, if you're in a car and a kid is taking supplements, you get out of that car. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I don't picture that happening. There's so many worse things the NFL either tacitly or explicitly endorses than creatine supplements or amino acid supplements or shit like that, which is, by the way, roids is a problem, I think, because like high school kids and junior high schools are taking it now. Really? But I don't say, yeah, they're, it's, they're finding, they're testing kids positive, like, younger and younger these days for roids, like football players and stuff in high school and even Pop Warner stuff. So it is actually an issue because roids will fuck you up for life. Um, but I don't think the GNC commercial is, is, you know, it's just one of those commercials where guys are, like, in this really cool, like, loft gym, like a guy and a girl, like, working out super hard, lifting in tremendous weights for no reason again. It's like a porno. Yeah. By the way, as, as stupid as it is for guys to add 40 pounds of muscle weight, the girls who get fucking ripped... Even 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 less even less rationale for that. Well, that that happens very rarely. I, I always get well, no, tr- they don't get the huge muscles, but they get ripped. You see, the girls are ripped. Well, I always have chicks going to me like, "Hey, so I'm thinking about doing a light uh, weight training program. Do you think my uh, biceps will get too large? Yes. Like, uh, well, no, uh, they certainly will not because will you're going to do it three times. <laughs> three three reps, one set of three reps. <laughs> Take a break for a coffee. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't worry about the uh, the bulging uh, biceps. I see some of these girls at the gym, women, and they're uh, workout queens, right? They're working out like three, four hours a day. Oh, obviously. they're putting on makeup before they go. Yeah, but they're like they're legitimately zero percent body. Whatever their lowest body fat a woman can achieve, they are just tight. They don't have big muscles, but they're, they're just looking to get dicks, so they will not have to go back. Possibly, but uh, I do always notice that at the end of the day, when I see them like grunting and groaning, and they're, they're the most fit woman in the entire place. They're still lifting like thirty pounds, <laughs> so it's, it's like it's still kind of sad. That's true. <laughs> yes, you, you don't see a chick lifting the, the eighty pound dumbbell, do no, you? No, the machine goes to like two eighty or whatever, and they're still doing thirty. And they're the ripped ones, and I'm thinking like, really? There's no way you can probably do. 50. I get the feeling they've been there since like eight <laughs> yes. in the morning. And like a fat guy off the street can walk in and do like a hundred. Like just a random fact, I could do hundred. <laughs> they're doing thirty, and that always brings me back. Whenever I see that, I always think about Serena Williams. Because is she is the most ripped woman I know, and I think anybody knows she's taking male hormones. Yeah, but There's I wonder. No I wonder when she goes to the gym, is she like that other ripped girl's doing thirty, or is she doing hundred like the guy? No, she's doing the you thing think- that we've never even tried to lift. She's she's yes. she's flat benching one hundred and eighty pounds. She's adding the plates to the machine. Yeah, yeah, like adding the plates on top, stacking the plates on top of the machine. So it's she's even a guy. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think you're right too. Uh, now I'm even scared. I don't remember. Oh, NFL Super Bowl uh, predictions for Super Bowl. Uh, there are a few prop bets. I'm going to go. Uh, so I, I kind of have this gambling thing that's been working out pretty well. I mean, it's a decent source of income. Um, let's go under on points at halftime. Gambling, by the way, very steady career. People don't think about that often. Well, it's fun. Nobody thinks about going to the gambling as a kid. And it's it's nice winning things, you know. Mm-hmm. You, uh, got free, you got free hot dogs, free popcorn. No, I don't. No, I do this from my no. from my uh, you don't go laptop. Those, off, you don't go off track betting. No, no, no. no. The horse track. Is <laughs> to, get the free, to get the free popcorn, the cone, the paper cone of popcorn. Let's go, Patriots to win uh, under on the halftime points uh, and over on the total. Uh, that sounds like a lot of prop bets for me. I'm going to say uh, Patriots a win by seven. Matt, for our final segment today, I want to do an email we got from Michael. Michael seems like a good guy. His name's Michael. Although people that go by Michael instead of Mike it bother me a little bit. I have yeah, to I'd rather not. The Mike, just Mike is fine. Yeah, I don't care what your parents' name. You have a chance to change it once you go to college. Uh, when you go to college, by the way, so you can introduce yourself as anything. 
Julio, for example. Yeah, you, well, you could say Julio. People might find out that's your name, but certainly you don't have to go like, my name's Michael. Just it's time to go like, I'm Mike or MJ or something like that. Well, I, yeah, anytime it's more than two syllables. Michael is fine. I don't have a big deal. If you, if, you, if you go, my name is Christopher. Yeah, too much. Fuck you, Chris. Yeah, also you're gay. Uh, so Michael wants to know, the Grammys are coming up. After the Super Bowl, the big event is the Grammys in town. This is award season town. I don't know if you've gone to a lot of award parties. Uh, but here's the, wants to know. So the Grammys have issued uh, invitations to Drake and Bieber and Kanye and all these other people that sell a lot of records, whether or not you like them or not, and you don't. Uh, very popular music artists. And not, they've all basically, most of them have said they're not showing up. If they're, even if they're nominated, they're not showing up because they think the Grammys are inconsequential and they think the Grammys are racist also. I don't know if Bieber said that. Or Drake, really. Uh, does CBS have one ounce of input on the music people download these days? The Grammys are fucked, and so are the Oscars. Well, that was a question with the point. Uh, <laughs> but isn't it true? Like, does do the Grammys, do the Oscars? That none of this shit. Like, it used to be, let's say, forty years ago, really super important to like business and commercial activity. Now, would you grant that these big, even the big award shows, really have no connection to what people are listening to, or buying, or watching the theater? I think so. Uh, more in terms of music, and but also if if you look at movies, like I, I love movies. I love going to the theater. I love watching movies, and I watched uh, by, uh, Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It's cool. Um, I but, watched that movie too, and I liked it. But I have to say, I feel like I've watched eight other sad, drunken Irish people in Boston getting. <laughs> Dude, I'm so tired of Boston. Movies. Is Boston the only place that you can set a motherfucking movie? Well, by the way, they said it in Manchester, but they all had Boston accents because Manchester's really close. Well, it's, 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 yeah, it'd be like Calabasas. Okay, I know, but like they you know, want to make it sound cooler, so they didn't set in Boston. They said in Manchester. It sounded more exotic. Well, Manchester by the Sea. I was like, well, that's clearly like, what do you mean by? It? Apparently, that's the name of a place where. Uh, where uh, no, it's like it's alcoholics like, I it, live. I think it's like ninety minutes from Boston, a ninety minute drive or so. So, so if you're yes. riding a movie, that passes for being well traveled. Yes, right. That allows no, you, you drove down the. That uh, allows you for it to have Casey Affleck still have a Boston accent in the movie because the Affleck's ha- the Affleck. There's a rule: the Affleck's have to have Boston accents in movies. I swear, if you listen to Batman closely, you'll hear a Boston well, accent. But you're, you're acting like people that actually. I'm assuming Manchester by the Sea. We could Google this. It, it's probably a town of twenty, thirty thousand people. Yeah, these are all. They certainly have the same weird, shitty accent. Oh yeah, and a lot of people travel probably back and forth from Boston to New to New Hampshire. Uh, but by the way, I, so I my, I like the movie, but I also felt like I've seen it ten times before. Yeah, I had no beef with it. No, well, the heck could you? He cries a lot. There's a lot of crying and shit like that. Tell me again about the movies you've been seeing. Wait, friend. what are we talking about again? <laughs> the Oscars have no relevance anymore. Oh, oh, and the fucking screeners. Have you got these fucking things? Yeah, I only watched three of them. They're horrible. These movies are not fun to watch. Yeah, the, uh, you're talking about largely the what I would call uh, kindly the black movies. Uh, well, those are awful, but they're I think also. They're probably, I think they're probably. I think they're good movies. For the audience they're intended for. I mean, I have to look at a movie and say... Why don't we nominate a POV, like, ass-to-mouth type thing, then, if we're talking about the audience they're intended for? No one wants to watch these things. Uh, Well, no one... It's not that no one wants to watch them. No one does watch them, because they're meant for a niche... They're meant for a very niche audience, and that's... Well, isn't the point of an award show... What is it? What, it well, it's it's almost was, like the NBA MVP thing. Is, yes. it, is it the best player, or is it like what well, is for it? the Oscars? I think what it is is Hollywood like putting a, nominating like films they want people to believe they are all about. 
This is how they, they want their. This is how Hollywood wants their image in the world. Like, so hacks can keep making shitty movies. Well, they're not. Not all of them are shitty movies, but they're all small niche films, right? That nobody actually goes to see. Well, if these are the best movies you've made. They want. Here's what Hollywood wants. Then to you're. The, God forbid that I watch the rest of your fucking yeah, movies. The Oscar. The Oscars want Hollywood to look like racially diverse, progressive, intellectual. Into art, into artsy films, Fuck that, thoughtful dude. stuff. I want to watch Bad Boys. Well, yeah, but I want like Chris Tucker and <laughs> Jackie Chan. Dude. That's, that's what's making fucking three hundred yeah, million. Yeah, that's what's making money. Star Wars and Daredevil and, and all that Star Trek and, and the action of Transformers. That's what's making all the money. That's why it's such a joke that they're like pretending they're like they're pretending they're like in the in the art of this. And that's why all the people get up at the award show and talk about the craft. They always talk about their craft. There's no one else who has a job who talks about the craft of their work. Even fucking doctors and. Nobody else I just had to- a carpenter come over to, to do a door frame, yes. and he never once... No. He didn't even do a speech, Yeah, but he certainly would have mentioned his, his craft, because... I, I had a guy goes build without saying a bench in my kitchen. I mean, this is a guy, probably uneducated, from Central America, didn't speak any English. He was probably 25 years old. He made this fucking bench, like, in a few hours... It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Best carpenter since Jesus. I've seen that bench, actually. <laughs> yes. And it was like, he just did it. Like, and he really, I swear to God, he didn't pull out tape measures or levels or shit like that. It was just like some God-given talent. Like, he was like a kid in Mexico who, was just, who could build shit really well. So they sent him to America, or they smuggled him to America. And now he just like, makes amazing carpentry, and he probably gets paid $4 an hour. And by the way, had I asked him about his well, craft... you probably should have paid him more. <laughs> General contractor's problem. Uh... <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he wouldn't talk about his craft. And by the way, he was an amazing fucking carpenter. So it's only actors who refer to themselves as artists or craft. Well, I keep, this bit, which I'm, I'm still working out, which got a fairly poor response at Brian's show, which the next well, one you is. Well, you don't want to go after the dog fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> that's just, that's too hard to follow. Here, here you go, Brian. What are we talking about? My show? What's going on? What's your show, Brian? Brian, are you not paying attention? Oh, Yeah. It's the Starving Artist Variety Show at Bar One in Valley Village. Uh, Monday, not Sundays anymore. The first Monday of the month, it'll be after the Super Bowl. Monday well, don't, don't at eight. Oversell it, dude. Uh, dude. Let me ask you a question, Matt. Do you think Brian arrives stoned, or is like is he somehow inhaling vapors that we're not seeing during I, the show? I, I think he sprinkled something into. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some. There's, I think I keep an eye on him. I know he's not sneak. I know he's not sneaking out like a high school kid to go get a puff in the fucking drug, in, the, in the car lot. Uh, so here's the thing. So the guys Bieber, Drake, Kanye are not going to the Grammys because they always say they get nominated, but they're just there to be used by the network to get ratings. And they're never going to win because only the white man wins. Well, Jay Z actually started this uh, a while ago. He he uh, didn't allow or he didn't participate in, in radio because the radio w- wasn't paying him royalties. Right, and he started Title. He started the Title Music Service where he gets a shitload of royalties. Only nobody uses Title, so it's <laughs> sort of doesn't make. Yeah. It was a good idea at least. So he got like he and a bunch it of made other sense artists at together. The time it made sense at the time that we're going to all get because Spotify pays us uh, one half of a penny. For every 10 million downloads or whatever. Dude, I read that uh, Pharrell, the happy song. Yeah. It got like 20 million downloads and he made like $40. Yes, right? So I can see artists being upset. Even even rich artists who make a shitload of money elsewhere. I can see them kind of being like, dude, this is fucking Spotify, Pandora. This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I get that. And now they don't need to go to the Grammys anymore to sell their records because it used to be like Steely Dan had to win fucking, had to win a Grammy for people to notice they had a new album out. But now everything's sold through download or through you know through Spotify or Steely Dan sucks, by the way. Uh, if you're a really old white dude, I think they're amazing. And I don't like old white guys that much. No, but I think if you're an old white guy, you love Steely Dan, and that's fine. 
they're not the if that was the best that's who by the way he used to vote now they've done this thing where they have to like look like they're into the youth into the youth movement and like what people are and so they by the way they invited Drake Bieber and all and Rihanna all these people that are very popular among younger people so they did that right it's just now they're they're all people are saying like we're not showing up because we don't get paid for this shit you're not giving us fucking awards I love it I yeah. love when you sell out when yeah. you sell out anything you believe in yes. and you nominate Drake which yes. w- what percentage of uh, people in this uh, quote academy unquote yes. uh, actually listen to Drake's album what's your favorite Drake song by the way uh, hotline bling. I like, it's not even sucks. that good. The thing, I, the only thing I really love about Drake is that he used to be Jimmy on this on that show, the Canadian show, and the fact that he's uh, both black and Jewish. Uh, <laughs> I saw his dad uh, on my street. He he was like, uh, is it daddy trying to get in the music business? It looked like he needed a, a place to stay. Yes. Wait, so you actually watched the show that Drake was on? No, I just like the fact that he was on some shitty Canadian soap opera. He was he was basically a child. It's essentially Mario Lopez. Yes. The funny part is because all these people like Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, all these other act- they all started as like teen a- Disney actresses, right? And then all of a sudden they declared themselves singers, and now they sell like $50 million of music a year. But the Which thing is about- interesting because... I- but, but, rapper- but you never saw that with rappers. You didn't see that with rappers. You wouldn't expect like a rapper to have been a child, shitty child show TV star. Well, no, in no other industry. Like, for example, if you're a child actor, I would think your transition would be adult... Actor, yes. Like, when did we start pretending that you need to sing now? That's, well, some that's of them fucking do. Weird. Do you think Jack Nicholson in the '80s decided to record a fucking album? Well, I think there's two issues. One is just because you were precocious at 12 and could act, like on a Disney show, doesn't mean you have acting skills at 25, right? The other thing too is you you're somewhat typecast because Disney turned you into such a fucking commercialized object teenage girl that you've kind of like codified in people's minds that you're always 15 years old. And so everyone just assumes you're like the 50-year-old kid always. So you're kind of fucked, I think, in your career later on. Because you're not going to get a serious action film role or something like that when you played Hannah Montana for, for Well, yeah, five. and your parents have probably been pumping you full of estrogen, too. I mean, look at... like right, parents are pumping their kids full of... I think there's some weird shit going on, they're for probably, sure. They're with probably. Serena Williams and, and <laughs> on down the line. I mean, look at Ryan Gosling. No, no beef, like, good, good on you. Do whatever you want to do. Good actor. I like his acting. I haven't seen La La Land. When's the last time you met a Canadian guy that talked like he was from the Bronx? That's a little weird. What the fuck is going well, Bieber on? Does the, Bieber does the same thing. I think it's when, when Canadian guys immigrate to the U.S., they realize they have to be tougher than they were in Canada. So right. they take on like a Bronx, like a Bronx affectation. Well, I know, like, I know plenty of guys from Canada and, and uh, from New York also, but... Yeah, like what? What is the white guy sort of quasi wigger thing? I think I honestly think years ago those guys all tried to talk like they were Texans. And then, like, the, the, before the hip-hop culture came around, and now, you know, now that the dominant culture is hip-hop, they all try to talk like hip-hop guys. I, like, I just want to talk to Gosling and be like, what are you doing? Uh, after you lose your bet to uh, Travis, <laughs> your gay bookie, maybe you'll get a chance to do Gosling next. Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote on the show? Uh, Give yeah. it up, man. What do you got? Uh, you got to so- be better than, than Brian. Dank, dank Brian. So Brian's Brian's show, which I'm doing, is at Bar One. It's a free cover. Would that um, be in the Valley? Bar One in the Valley. Uh, do you know the address? Uh, it's on Burbank Boulevard, just west of Whitsitt. I forget the number there. Yeah, Bar One, it's a beautiful uh, Valley Village. Yeah, Bar One and Burbank Boulevard. In case you don't have Google access to Google, <laughs> that's going to be fantastic for you. Now, what about you? Have you written a piece this week that's going to offend a lot of corporate interests? I wrote a couple of good things, yeah. So MattRalston.net and um, 
I'm kind of just hanging around you, waiting until like a big uh, like Monsanto kills you, so I can tell the story. Be the one to tell the story. You oh. know, I, I feel like it'll be a thing where like, uh, well, that was that was pretty well written, and uh, then then I'm like, well, can I borrow like seven dollars? <laughs> no, I want you to be, I want you to be off by one of these corporations, some evil guy from a corporation with a silencer. And then I'm going to, like, uncover the truth behind who killed you and then write a book about it. Well, I did, I did get a so letter. Please, please, if you could push that a little faster. I, I refuse to, to uh, take it down. I, I did get a letter from, uh, from Trump's Yeah, Yeah, the Trump letter calling Melania Hooker. Yes. There was a stand. I think he just, he just Xeroxed that like 500 times. Yeah, I know. I'm not bringing it down. Not the least of which were her former clients. I want to thank Rocco's in Studio City. Rocco, everyone at Rocco's, thank you. You guys were just an amazing audience. Thank you so much. Rocco's in Studio City. Come for the beers. Stay for the pizza with lots of, lots of vegetables on it. Uh, this is Lex. Last one on Earth. Talk to you next week.